Hello and welcome to another episode of the Grafted Marriage Podcast. I am your host, Chris, and with me is the gourmet. Oh, wow. Courtney. That's right. <laughs> I remember the Courtney part. I say gourmet. I always look at you to see what you're going to do. Right. You never know. But the yeah. gourmet comes because you made me this unbelievable chicken sandwich today that was quite gourmet for my taste. I'm just a gourmet dude from Florida. Yeah. So it was pretty gourmet to me. <laughs> so there you go. All right. Sweet. So what are we going to talk about today? How we need to change. To not stay stagnant. Yep. Change is necessary, and it's called and on. Change is necessary in our lives, personally, like mm-hmm. individually, and change is necessary in our marriage as well. I would say maybe not staying stagnant. Yeah, we have to be so careful when we say change in right. our current temperature of culture. Mm-hmm. We mean changing towards Christ, right. towards the biblical perspective. Towards your, um, towards your spouse. Yeah, growing in in the spirit and not the flesh and, and so marriage, that and, and staying, so that well that will grow our marriage not staying yeah. in the same place you were but continuing to move it forward right continuing to build your relationship together right so I mean okay first of all biblically God calls us to grow God calls us to constantly be in pursuit yes, of and him yes that's that process of sanctification, sanctification so once yep. you become a Jesus freak Christ follower yes then you uh, then as you go forward in life you are continually striving to live according to his standard and get rid of your old your old ways and so that's sanctification right that's like grow in that right right Close. yes so and that's what we're called to do right and we will right. we'll naturally do that the holy spirit uh, will drive us over the course of that. our lives yes. that, right that's the idea unless you quench through it yeah but okay so we won't go too far in that that's somebody else's podcast but in our marriages not growing stagnant if we're growing spiritually and we keep pursuing christ our marriage you know should also be growing together closer but marriage can get stagnant. Stop the communications not flowing the same way it used to. Um, not taking the time for one another that's necessary to have that communication, that bond to keep growing. So yeah. So I think the I think communication and dating are really necessary in order to not go stagnant in yeah. your in your marriage. Yeah. And everyone's going to have kind of a different one. This goes back. We've talked, touched on like love languages. So like stuff. what is everyone's even like, but just backing up a second. Yeah. So what is a stagnant marriage? Like, what does that even mean? Where they're just passing by each other in okay. the halls at, you know, at night or whatever the kids are there or whatever the things you're are going so on. You're getting so caught up in the life. Work or whatever it is that you're doing. That yeah. You're not getting time with each other. Yeah. You're and not so, prioritizing it. So the marriage is stagnating in terms of the growth of the relationship and the closeness that you have. Yeah. I'd say that also marriages can grow stagnant when you just get into a rut and a routine. Um, let's say there aren't even any kids, but you just get, I get home from work, I have a beer, I eat dinner, I go, and then we get on the Netflix, and then we will, we binge watch shows. Right, and then, and then we then go we to bed and we don't talk. Yeah. And we don't talk. Right. And, and we do yeah. that every day. So that's another way I think that marriages can grow stagnant. Yeah, both both parties need to be looking out for it. Like we need to be observant in our marriages and look for these pitfalls, you know, these areas that we can um, we can struggle and, and seeing it in other people's lives, you know, we don't want to just be like nitpicking at people, but I'm saying if we see that, um, like we can look at, you know, family history and that kind of thing and see what our areas are going to be of issues that are going to come into the marriage and then be always aware of those, right. you know, and be okay with 
being accountable to one another, like when we bring things up, it can be hard. Um, <laughs> you know, like bring things to each other's attention. It's never really, really easy. Right. But if we're willing to listen to each other and we do trust that each other have each other's back and like we're being prayerful, um, praying together is massive. Like there's so often, like you said, you, we watch, you know, get to watching shows or whatever, fall asleep or whatever, and don't have the com- communication. So there's a vulnerability in praying together. There's a vulnerability in continuing to date each other. All of those things take time and what effort. What does that mean, date each other? How does that work? Still still ask each other to do cool stuff together. Okay. I mean, like, find the so things that you love to do together, what brought you together in the first place, and don't forget those things. So making sure that you, <clears throat> that you have, like, a date night planned. I don't know. I mean, for us, we've never really done it that way. I think some people like that more rigid you know, scheduled. Of having I shouldn't like say a, rigid. That seems negative. Hey, I gotta tell you, more we, scheduled. Hey, girlfriend, we went on many a date nights. Yes, I'm just saying that having You're talking every about having a routine yeah because it can put every Monday that can put another sort of pressure or right. another stagnation. Oh, this is what we do every Tuesday. I get you. But some people love that and thrive on that. I personally like more of the flexible spontaneity. Right, but but piece. it's important that just because you're married, you don't cease to pursue the other person to you know, go on a quote date yeah. or go out on a date or, you know, you have to yeah, continue like to court your wife or uh, your husband, continue to, to pursue, pursue them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To make them feel like you want them around. Like they're not just a roommate, you know, it's no good. I mean, for me, it's like my grandparents, I didn't see their love for each other, like how much they truly loved each other until my grandfather died. Right. And then I saw my grandmother react to that death. Right. It wasn't until then that I was able, like, I didn't see them hold hands. I didn't see them snuggle up together. You know, like, I think all of those pieces, and I'm not saying do it for show, but I mean, it would come out of it if there was that kind of closeness. But it was more like a, we're just together. Right. Like, we're companions, which is great, too. But each other want to be wanted. Yeah. You know, we, we need in our marriage to want each other. Right. And we've talked about that in the past, too, wanting or needing. But it's important to keep that going. Yeah. And flirt with each other. You know, have some fun. Flirt, dance, have sex as often as you can. <gasps> oh. That's that what the like Bible that. says. So uh, I'm in. <laughs> but it's another way we stay connected. Sure. You don't do that with anybody else, hopefully. No. Right? That's right. If you are, it's probably not the best idea. Get with God on that one. Um, but... Yeah, it's like that's the only thing that that's one of the big things that separates a married married couple from other people, not in our society, but should. Right. You know. Yep. Or maybe I shouldn't say should, but God's best for us is to keep it the marriage bed pure, is what the Bible says. So, all of that saying, like you were saying earlier, I don't know if you actually said it, but you said it to me. Don't get too comfortable. Oh, that's right. Yes. Because if you're super comfortable, like this is just the and way we're doing it. And this goes for both your just your personal life, just your individual life, and the marriage life, right? Like if you are really comfortable, then you're probably not really, you know, you're not you growing at you're like your grow. growth rate. You're not growing growth rate. Or you're not going. Yeah, you're not stunted. Growing very fast. Right. Yeah. Yep. And that goes for your marriage too. If your marriage is too comfortable, right? Like, you know, you probably need to think about spice it up a little how to like you know kick it in the pants a little bit yeah and like if there are things that you did together in the the beginning that you're not doing anymore pull those things out of the closet dust them off a little bit try it out be vulnerable with each other at least try you know you, you also want your family based on 
manifests love for each other and love is active. It's not a passive thing. And so um, if we're saying we love one another, we have to actually work at it. That's right. All right. So don't get stagnant. Be sure to pursue godly change, change toward righteousness in your, you know, individual lives and also in your lives as couples. Um, make sure that you're not getting stagnant. Um, make sure that you're pursuing each other and you're pursuing God and you will and be in a good place. One other thing I want to say to like the women, this doesn't mean you got to go on Etsy and like buy the cards that say all of your date nights should be. I mean, these are all okay things to do, but it doesn't have to be so prescribed. Like talk to your husband about it. Talk to each other about how you want to handle it so that you're both fulfilled in this pursuit, not just one side and then there's more frustration. That's no bueno either. Yeah. So we don't have to make it all. Did you just wink at me? No, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and I spasm. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I just think the basic. I was thinking about what you were talking about <laughs> earlier. <laughs> the bottom line is we need to try. And that's going to look different for everybody. So leave room, be gracious. You know? Awesome. I want you to pray us out. Yep. Let's do it. Father God, I just thank you for being you. I thank you for the sunshine, the summer that's approaching. And I just pray for all the couples out there, Lord, that you would give them the desire to try. Um, Give us all um, a deep understanding of what it is you would have us to do. And help us to, every once in a while when necessary, shake ourselves off and push ourselves, give us a little nudge to try in our... um, in our relationships, especially this primary relationship of marriage that reflects you, Lord Jesus, and the church. So I pray that we would take it seriously. I pray for forgiveness, Lord, for all my faults and failures in it. And I pray, Lord God, that you would remove those um, sin and dirt. Fill us with your Holy Spirit so that we could live for you and do what you have called us to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Thank you very much. We thank you for listening. Please subscribe. Share us with your friends if you like what we have to say. Hang out with us some more. Listen to another episode. There's a lot of them now. We appreciate you. We appreciate you hanging out. Please keep chasing, chasing truth. truth. See ya. Bye.